Well, the haters gonna hate, 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 and the fakers gonna fake, 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 baby. I'm just gonna make, 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 making luck, making luck. A Dominion podcast. Hey, I can, I can chug, I can chug some tea and then go right to sleep. Maybe I'll do that tonight. Yeah. Welcome to Making Luck, a QRST podcast. <laughs> My name is Not Wandering Winter. Joining me on the line is. Adam Horton. Adam, how are you? Uh, I'm doing okay. Uh, I feel okay. I took a nap earlier today, and I gotta tell you, that has significantly improved the way I feel. I've taken more naps in the past week than I have in the rest of the year combined. Wow. That's a significant number of naps, I would imagine. No, it's it's actually not. I can almost never nap. But I've been sick this week, so that's (laughs) the one thing that usually lets me. Yeah, and and way to be a way to be a, like both a trooper and a bro, and be like, you know what, I'm still gonna come on podcasts here. Yeah. Well, also, um, you know, if my voice sounds weird, it's it's because I'm not totally better yet. And also, if I randomly cough, uh, then sorry. Um, I'll do my best to edit it out, but you I'll know, do no my promises. best to not have it be in the microphone. But you know, whatever. Because we care about you, the listener. And I care about me, the person who is supposed to not die. Yeah, I've been very clear that Wandering Winder should try to not die. You've been very explicit about that. Yeah, I said that multiple times. Not on the podcast, but, you know, over the internet. Right. Anyway, we have a kingdom from last time, do we not? Yeah, we do. Yeah, last episode was about uh, committing to higher payload decks, and so we came up with this kingdom... Uh, and, uh, do you want to read the cards of this one or you want me to do it? Uh, I can read the cards. So coin of the realm, peasant, wishing well, baron, ironmonger, priest, butcher, cachet, groundskeeper, king's court with the event, salt the earth and the project silos. One more time for our listeners who are listening and not watching. That would be Coin of the Realm, Peasant, Wishing Well, Baron, Ironmonger, Priest, Butcher, Cash, Groundskeeper, King's Court, with Salt the Earth, and Silos. Yeah. So the thing that Jake was advocating, which was, as I was listening to a partial kingdom last time, also the thing that flashed through my mind, and the thing that I tried first, which was basically... Salt the Earth's based, and, like, Butcher helps you speed that through. So, like, some version of I'm going to get Priest and Silver, and then depending on what you do, I might start salting very early. Maybe get a Butcher, get a Province or two, and start butchering Province into Province as I'm salting. Stuff like that. Um, Spoiler alert, don't go for that. It's, It's bad. Yeah, I didn't uh I wasn't super warm on something. I mean, there so there were like two big takeaways from the last episode and one of them was hey, uh pay attention to your opponent so you know when to commit to more payload and when to start going for green and right. you know, the threat of salt the earth is something that should uh magnify the amount that you want to have your finger on the pulse of that. Right. And basically I think that that was a potentially compelling line and something you would really have to pay attention to up until the point in last episode where I heard the words King's Court, which 
Mm. Not to say the King's Court like makes that not relevant at all in general, but here King's Court lets you just go so big that it's like, okay, on top of all the other stuff, King's Court's gonna gonna blow you out of the water. Yeah, so uh, King's Court frequently does that, and that was kind of the other message from the, the podcast to where like a lot of times building more can be really good and a lot better than it appears at first glance. Uh, that's for a lot of reasons, but I think King's Court is kind of the poster child of uh, you want to build more with me. I think that's largely because uh, you know you just put some more King's Courts in the deck, and all of a sudden the payload of your turn can scale so rapidly that I uh, frequently think... you don't need points until the very end. Yeah. I also think it was important here that there were some tools to make you pretty quick in being able to get up to having big turns. And it wasn't um, it wasn't just like, I'm going to start buying things one at a time and eventually, like, particularly I want to talk about silos, which I'm not sure um, exactly when you should get. So I guess we should describe what, what we actually think is good, which is yeah. some version of you open with a peasant and either a silos or a priest – and you try to move your peasant up, and basically what you want to try to get is one priest, uh, your peasant moving up, a silos, you want to get one butcher, you want to get as many king's courts as you can, and some way to draw some cards. Um, exactly what way you're using to draw the cards, whether you get a – maybe you get a coin of the realm for if you've got collision issues, I don't know. Do you turn your disciple into a teacher? Like all of these things aren't entirely clear to me. Um, but in general, like every time where somebody had a deck that felt like, yes, this is actually a good thing that, that seems to be one of the things that should be maybe the best thing here. It had some combination of a priest, a butcher silos, and at least one peasant moving up the line and eventually some other way to get extra games. Yeah. The, the only like way King's to, uh, yes, King's court really good for that. Uh, the only way to gain cards mid-turn uh, here, well, I mean, there's Baron in terms of I play this card and now my deck is bigger. There's three ways. Uh, but you can uh, you can play a Butcher mid-turn yeah. and uh, gain a card that way. And if you right. happen to gain a cash, you can get Coppers, but I think you were thinking of Disciple. I was thinking of Disciple. <laughs> See, cash isn't really a separate way because you have to have one of the other ways. Like you have to Butcher something. <laughs> to get the cash so that's still from the butcher get the extra cards by the way the cash thing did come up at some point like if you had if you were buy limited and were butchering stuff up it wasn't the craziest thing ever to buy a cash it's not the craziest thing but like baron just seems a lot better yeah um but like yeah anyway um Having a priest was really important because that's how you were getting huge economy. You would like King's Court a priest, trash three things, and then probably also butcher some things and make like a crap ton of money or salt the earth to make extra money. It's oh, the yeah. uh, reverse traveling fare. It feels so good. You got three priests in play or you've played a priest three times. Right. And then uh, instead of spending $2 to get a buy – you spend a buy to get two dollars. You spend four on salt, and you get six from your priest. You also get a VP chip. Yeah, you get and a VP token. Uh, they are delicious. Yeah, um, uh, but you also get to to take a green card out of the supply. But you don't get to top deck stuff. Rip in peace. Hashtag reverse T fair. But anyway, what you were saying. Yeah. So, but based on all of that, I, I still don't know. Like, 
opening silos give you, I think, the chance at the nut draw. Um, like you can you can hypothetically, if, if you get the the best luck, you can play your peasant on turn three and your soldier on turn four, and just like cycle through everything and get your traveler moving super fast. But like, I also sometimes when I did that, just like didn't end up hitting my price points. Like I didn't hit and and like a reasonable amount of the time, you're not gonna get cycled much faster. Um, right. So. I I started coming around and maybe thinking that Priest on the opening was maybe better, and then you get at Silo's ASAP after that, although that also opens you up to maybe hitting Collision between your Priest and your Peasant. Your Peasant's more, peasant's more likely to miss the shuffle totally overall, so it's not entirely clear to me um, which of those is better. You want to get both eventually, Um there were some weird cases where I wasn't basically able to get priest and butcher. And I, I don't really know like what I did wrong. And then I think we decided that wishing well is probably better than Ironmonger, but yeah, I would think so. I think, um, the possibility of drawing that extra card, uh, I think is a little more valuable than whatever Ironmonger is going to get you. I honestly think that the biggest difference between them is that there may come a point where you have three and not four, and you would rather have more of the same thing than a different thing. For sure. I think, uh, I mean, I really like getting your peasant all the way to teacher. I mean, unless the game's over, obviously, because someone's assaulting aggressively. But uh, once you get that teacher, you want to put your card token on something, and that means you want a lot of something in your deck. We also had some cases, though, where I didn't want to turn it into a teacher because even without the salting thing, uh, like we were both playing some version of the strategy, but just the way that the draws worked out, I did not think I was going to get two more turns. Um, So, like, I could turn it into a teacher now, but the teacher's going to do nothing for me next turn. Whereas the disciple... The Disciple is really good. It can do some stuff with King's Court. You can King a Disciple. You can Disciple a King. You can King a Disciple a King into something. And you can get it some sneaky pile so up good. that way. Um, so, like, that's really good. But if the game is going to last long enough for the teacher and you have more than, like, one or two Wishing Wells, that was another problem. One, one or two games where it was like, I have one Wishing Well and two King's Courts. So... Maybe uh, I stick plus card on King's Court and hope that they line up. I guess I don't know. You and know. let me tell you that sticking your card token on King's Court is just a nightmare to track. <laughs> it's just really complicated and annoying. Hashtag. Thankfully, I wasn't playing in paper. Uh, yeah, I actually had to do that one time. I was playing in an IRL oh. tournament. Yeah, I had to put the card token on King's Court. Yeah. Anyway. Um, out of all that, I don't know what it is. You have to, this is the other thing is even if you're not necessarily adapting quote unquote to what your opponent is doing, you still have to adapt to how the game has progressed, what they're doing in terms of like emptying how their draws ended up to where they bought stuff and how your draws ended up to where you gain stuff and how close piles are to being empty and, and things like that. Um, yeah, you you got to make sure that you're going to be able to have the games when you need them. You have enough cards in your deck that you can king priest and stuff. And 
managing all that is very complicated here, and I'm sure I didn't do it particularly well in any game. Although there was that one game where you played Jake's strategy where that was probably the best draws that I had on my on the other strategy the whole yeah. time where I scored like 31 points on turn before you had to turn 10. <laughs> that felt great. Yeah, that that didn't go well for me when I was doing the, the aggressive salt butcher thing. So, uh, yeah, I don't I don't think... Uh, well, I mean, I, I don't think that strategy is super fantastic, but... That's because it isn't. Well, I would like to think that, yeah, that might be the case. But, uh, you know, I, I didn't play it too many times because it just didn't seem all that great. I also uh, I think, really good draw that game. And I, I don't think I had a great draw, but Yim Yosel. Yeah. I, I think silos is very important here. I think boards like this silos are... super important. Yeah. I think without silos, it would be really difficult to get your peasant graduated quickly enough for it to be super relevant. Yeah. Without silos, I would think that the salting thing might have a chance. It would be a lot more interesting and closer anyway. You would at least have to adapt to it. Yeah, I think um, if you're going to go for bigger turns, you know, high up the peasant line, what those big turns look like involve drawing a bunch of cards, then kinging a priest, and then gaining a whole bunch of things and butchering and gaining more things and drawing all of it. And all of the while, you're trashing cards and you're getting a whole bunch of money, right? Right. Uh, and what you need to start that off with is a couple of junks, like some coppers or something that are still around. Right. Uh, and that's a lot easier to make that happen with silos because uh, it's not that big of a deal to slow down thinning those coppers a little more. So that's why I think there wasn't that much of a huge difference between opening priest and getting silos ASAP or opening silos and getting priest ASAP. I think, it, you know, you, certain draws favor one or the other, obviously. But yeah. but the the fact is, like, I want the priest to to help me get thin, but it's not, like, the super high priority. Whereas if I get a silos, it really, really helps me get that peasant going. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know which one you want first, but I know you want them both fast. Yeah. Uh, I mean... It, it, I think it's close. I think obviously if they collide or your priest misses the shuffle, you wish you would had done the other thing. But uh, I mean, I only played this kingdom like maybe five or six times against a human and maybe like five or six more times against a bot. So I can't come up with a precise win rate. I'm just going to say they're close. But I also think like if you open silos and you don't get your peasant turn three, then you're pretty sad also. And that happens. Mm. I don't know the percentage, but like spot kind of, got to be like 30 40 percent of the time or something that's where i would have put it yeah editors uh, know. wandering winter later did the math and it's actually 22.7 percent <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's exactly that much Woo! excellente my woo voice isn't really back yet uh, it's okay i i'll get the woos in for both of us i'm i'm going through my outline right now oh man i don't think i put very many woos i'll work them in don't you worry okay Speaking of outlines, speaking of a main topic, oh yeah, what's your favorite kind of meat, uh, Adam? What's the I'm highest gonna... quality meat around? Uh, if I'm gonna go for beef, then yeah. it is none other than the fillet mignon, and that's what we're talking about today. <laughs> so let's start with the important stuff, right? I want to yes. talk for a minute about theme. Yeah, because right. if you ignore theme, you're just going to lose games. 
Right. The name of the game is Do Minion. Right. If you it's ignore right that, you're probably going to lose. It's no bueno. Uh, I feel like uh, I feel like I mean it's right there in the name. If that's not enough of a hint, then I mean maybe you deserve to lose. But uh, on the other you're... hand, <laughs> the name yes. of the game is Do Minion. And if you ignore that, you're probably going to lose. Yeah, it's uh, it's two sides of the same coin, if you will. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know how to flip it around from coins. I was going to try to do like card. Uh, I don't know. Well, yeah, sometimes anyway. uh, I can flip a card like a coin in order to determine who goes first, but that seems kind of lame. We're 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 talking about minion and. Uh, Two sides of the same coin is like uh, you have choices. You've got modes, and Ooh, and that's yeah. something that Minion has, right? It's a card yeah. with modes. You have a choice when you play it on what you want to do. That's, that's um, I true, guess we man. should probably read the card, huh? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, I'll do it. So uh, Minion is a $5 action attack. It's from the Intrigue expansion. It says plus one action, and then choose one. You either get plus $2 or... Discard your hand, plus four cards, and each other player with at least five cards in hand discards their hand and draws four cards. Yeah. So the uh, the the first option is you know pretty simple. It's just two bucks. Yep. Uh, but then you you draw cards and then you also attack your opponent. Maybe. Usually. Maybe maybe you attack your opponent. Uh, the Often it's worded time. in such a way that you know if you minion them once, they'll have four cards in hand, so they don't have to keep pitching their hand and drawing four new cards. That sounds annoying, right? Um, but uh, ideally, you know, if a hand of four random cards is going to be worse than a hand of five random cards, barring cases where you know they had five tunnels and then they drew into four golds or something, or cases where one of the players is named Adam Horton. Oh, I mean, I think like there's definitely cases where you're playing against minion and they minion you and you're happy because yeah. your hand was really bad. But usually it goes down. I guess we'll we'll talk about the effect of that attack pretty pretty quick. I, I want to say because um, I don't actually have this in my outline so much, but having the choice between them is great. Yeah, choices are super great. I think um, that's uh, a lot of why Minion is such a strong card. Right. For surezies. Um The the money option, uh, if you're just playing your Minion for the money option every time, the card's not that good. Right? It, you're, you're basically playing with a silver. And silver's a good card, but silver that you're paying five for is not a very good card all that often. <laughs> silver gets a lot worse when you have to pay five for it. Um, I mean, there's other differences, right? Like, you played an action card, so it's not a treasure card, so it's worse with bank, but better with conspirator. Great. Well, it's it's better with other minions that you use for that draw effect. Well, right? that's, like, really important, yeah. but, I mean, just, like, in the very abstract, I just threw one of these in my deck for no reason. Oh, yeah. Um, and or, I'm using it for the money every time, which... You're not doing if you're using other minions for the draw effect, huh? Sure. I think of throwing one minion in the deck, and, and to me, it's like, oh, well, I put basically a silver in the deck, but it has this option of being like a bad seller, 
where if I don't like the rest of my hand, I can pitch it and get four new cards. Right. But I I don't get to like pick and choose maybe one or two good cards like I would with the seller. I don't know. I think it might be better than seller because you you also get the attack, which is pretty good. But anyway, whatever. Like it's right. seller adjacent. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, so I mean, I I wasn't. Yes, I, I think we're we're clear on that. So I think uh, some people have called minion the one card engine. Oh, uh, I'm sure you love that. Yeah, and so, I mean, what does that even mean? Uh, they will tell you, oh, look, it's money that comes from an action card, and it's an That's attack, true. and it draws, That's and true. it gives an action, That's and you can true. play a lot of action. That's true. But, like, the fact that, I mean, what what does that mean? Uh, can Can maybe, digging into that, we can maybe... Gain some insight, uh, not only on Adam's neurotic way that he likes to speak and not speak about Dominion, but really about what are the things about Minion that are making it a strong card, and then what types of support I can have that will make Minion better or make a deck that Minion is good in. Right. So we talked about this whole payload thing, uh, but you know, there's there's the other function of the card. Uh, where you're drawing cards. I call it the draw, or some people call it minion for attacking, or something like that. Right. Uh, and, and I think... Uh, I think there's the, actually the... a significant difference between those. Um, yes. Like, it's a lot better to do that second option the first time in a turn, and significantly less valuable to do it multiple times. Because the attack is actually a pretty strong attack. Right, the attack is... Uh... It's real. It's real mean. It's nasty. Yeah, it doesn't stack usually. Usually, um, <laughs> edge case with wandering winder. You played some council rooms or gained some lost cities or something. Uh, yeah, maybe there's some <laughs> other edge case. Can I think of another edge case? Anyway, whatever. Pillage. No, that doesn't work. What? Yeah. The, <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, so it basically, it doesn't stack. So you basically you're getting that attack once, usually. Um, but I, I want to point out that discard to random four is a lot harsher than discard to four of your choice. Yeah, like the and urchin attack. You could even argue that it's, and, and in some cases, it's it's worse than discard to three of your choice, depending on what kind of deck you're playing. Oh yeah, right. If you're playing a a deck that's more or less homogenous, even value, whatever, like a money density deck, um, you're cutting 20% of their hand out, which is... This like is brutal. It's, it's kind of a lot. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, the worst two cards is, I think, usually more than that, but obviously it depends. Um, but if you're playing against a deck that needs specific combinations of cards to line up, so, like, you're playing against somebody who's playing some variant of a village with some variant of a smithy, they need to have at least one village, one smithy, going down to, to four random cards to have that instead of getting taken from five. It's like, it's even a bigger hit usually. I mean, it depends on the exact composition of your deck. Your deck is like 50% villages and 50% smithies and you're probably fine anyway, but point is it hurts a lot. Yeah, it really, it really sucks, man. Like, I think it's really easy to underestimate how 
uh, how much it can hurt you. And uh, this is similar with uh, like that minus card token, uh, yeah. something like Relic. Uh, effectively, it's the same thing without uh, you know shoving cards in different piles or whatever. Except um, when the minion thing is even stronger, which we'll get to. Later. Oh yeah, well for sure. Uh, but later like, now, <laughs> which is basically, I want to say. A lot of the very strongest decks uh, in Dominion, or the strongest combos, uh, Minion just totally wrecks. Like, yeah. you have Mandarin Capital, or Night Watchman Counting House, or Traveling Fair Counting House, or yeah. like all kinds of Scheme, King's Court. There's all kinds of decks where basically you're like stacking your deck up, and you have super reliability, and you have this really strong deck because you gotta manipulate things to be exactly how you want them. Just like one minion attack, which makes them discard their perfect pretty little hand completely wrecks them. Yeah, minion just comes along on his little horse with his middle finger extended <laughs> and says, hey brah! <laughs> That's a nice hand you got there! It would be a shame if anything happened to it. Uh, yeah, so like minion actually is... Uh, like a hard counter to some of these really powerful decks. And it's really the only thing that does that uh, with, with those decks. Like it, it's really the only thing that says, Oh, Mandarin capital. No, thank you. I'm going to play a deck that has a minion and tries to play a minion. Uh, so there, there is that aspect of things. And so, uh, you know, at the back of your mind, if you're thinking about a deck, you know, you should always think about attacks your opponent could be playing on you, that kind of thing. Um, but, uh, you know, as, as just a general thing, I, I'm trying to think of decks that would, you know, be helped by this attack or, or be able to, like, kind of counter the attack. And even if you're going to, you know, play a library afterwards or have some tunnels in your deck, that's not, that's not something that says I don't want the minion attack. I mean, usually I'm very happy to be playing a minion on my opponent, and I'm usually sad. Uh, when I mean, I'm always just going to want to do that. Uh, so the other, the other part of what happens when you play a minion for that purpose is, you know, you get to draw cards yourself. And, uh, I mean, this is draw. This does increase the number of cards you have in your hand, uh, provided that you had, you know, less than four cards before you played the minion for this purpose. Yeah. Right. So, uh, with this said, I mean, minion does function as draw. And it will draw you up to four cards in hand. And so uh, it is a draw to X card. So uh, X is under... four. <laughs> yeah, X is four. Hooray! <laughs> uh, a long time ago, Wandering Winter and I did an episode about draw to X decks. And uh, we said they weren't super great. Right. right? A but longer we... time ago, we did an episode that we never published about Minion. <laughs> That's true. Wasn't that, like, the first time we ever, like, did anything resembling a podcast together? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And now, what, like, four years later, you're finally hearing it. We've come hashtag full circle. Hashtag this is not the same episode. Uh, circle of Life, uh, Hakuna Matata, yeah, all, all of the things. Hashtag mythical future minion episode. Yeah, we're here. We finally made it, guys. We, we made it. We're in the mythical future. All we had to do, 
All we had to do was tell Jake that if he didn't take a break from Dominion, that uh, we couldn't guarantee the safety of his family and his girlfriend, and now we finally did. <laughs> That's all it took. Do you think we should have told him that we can't guarantee the safety of his family and his girlfriend, like, no matter what, because we're not omnipotent? Uh, I'll, I'll just edit that out. So oh. anyway... <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, uh, why? I mean, we did say that minion was a really strong card, though, and you know, draw to X with a low X is not looking good. So why is minion great then, in spite of this stuff? It's it's the first two words or a couple of symbols in a word on the, on the card, where it says symbols in a word plus and and then a one and, and then an action. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, it's it's right there, actually. I'm looking at it. Hey, it does say that. Nice. That's a really big deal. Uh, yeah, I think, that's a, I think that's a huge deal. In fact, I think there's only one other card that can be seen of that, that can you can look at it and say, well, this is draw to X that gives you an action. I think that's Menagerie, right? I, I don't know of uh, anything else. Cursed Village. Dang it! Oh, butt cracks. Okay, you got me. Sorry. Whoa! I thought you were going to say Cursed Village, and then I was going to say Menagerie kind of sort of is, but not <laughs> exactly. Here here I am, uh, breaking the wheel, man. Woo! Let's reinvent it. Yeah. Let's call it Minion. And let's say that uh, the, uh, the fact that it gives you plus one action is a huge deal, because especially because there's a smaller X. If I needed to find a village uh, before I played this thing, uh, that would be really difficult for me to do in four cards. I'd need a lot of villages for that, but with minion, you don't you don't have to have that baked in requirement. At any point in time, if I don't like my hand or I'm done with it, I can just play a minion, pitch it, and then move on, and I have four cards to work with. So, um, there's a there's a couple of other things that make minion good, uh, along the, with the fact that it gives you plus one action, um, you know, in spite of it being a draw to X card, but. Uh, Aside from those, it does have a lot of the same restrictions uh, and similarities to draw to draw to X decks that uh, you know you're familiar with. Yeah. Uh, among those is uh, it really wants to be super thin. Yep. And so any cards that are not part of this virtual payload, uh, virtual payload is just payload that happens in your action phase. The idea is when you discard your hand with minion, it's just something that's still there for you. So like money on cards, like maybe you played a minion for money, or maybe you gained something, or, or something along those lines. Anything that isn't part of that is just getting in the way of your minions, and often it's going to be useless to you, uh, and you wish you would have drawn something else. So thinning those cards out is very helpful, and uh, most minion decks, I mean, they need to find a minion and some good stuff in four cards. That's really hard to do without thinning, yeah? Yeah, it's quite difficult. And even if you can find some of the other stuff like having other stuff in the way means that your minion is effectively drawing you less right and i think the the fact that minion has this duality between uh draw and payload right it, every time that minion draws you less cards um that means that maybe you could have just drawn at the very least another minion instead so uh, that kind of can be transferred into less payload in some cases, uh, where instead of drawing this crappy card, well, I could draw a minion and play it for money at the very least. So, I mean, it's it's all around going to be helpful for you to thin those bad cards. 
Yeah. And it's not going to deal with greening as well as non-draw to X decks. Although I think it deals with it a little bit better than most other non most other draw to X decks because the actually the ability to discard the green cards is a little bit, a bit of a bonus. So like if I had two green cards in hand and I discard and draw with minion, then it's kind of sort of like I was drawing up to six because I got to get rid of the two green cards. And then I draw, drew four instead of I kept the two green cards and then drew up to four more. Um, yeah, a lot of draw to X cards have that issue where if I ever draw a province, that's just one less card that all of my draw cards are going to be getting me for the rest of the turn. But the green cards still hurt here because those were two cards you weren't playing. So now I'm probably going to have to play more of my later minions for draw instead of using them for econ. And effectively, my draw has been reduced because I have these green cards in my deck. Yeah, like, let's say... Yeah, let's say I played a bunch of minions and some other stuff, and I got 16 and two buys, and I bought two provinces. Bully for provinces. But uh, if I expect to be able to just do that next turn, uh, I might be disappointed when, oh, maybe I need to play one more of my minions for draw, and now I didn't play for money, and now I only have 14 and rip me. Right. It's possible you'll still get there. Um, Like, if your deck was just so perfectly clean that you can deal with a couple of green cards but pretty unlikely almost all the time pretty quick you're you're gonna start having your your decks output reduce once you start greening in this kind of deck yeah for sure uh another similarity is that uh, i mean discard for benefit is just not really the kind of payload that you want Uh, i think four being the draw to x the x equals four uh that's the smallest number out of all the X's that I've seen. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, so that makes it especially f- true for minion. Like I don't want to be playing like an artificer and then playing a minion. Cause like what I'm getting a three cost, that right. feels pretty bad. I mean, like it's okay, but I think it's even less good with minion than it is for, with most other draw to X because yes, minion already has this discard effect built in. And so adding more of that is just like, a, a bit redundant. It doesn't help you near as much as it does for like other other of these decks don't have a way to deal with their green cards. So like adding in an artificer and discarding three cards so that when I play my library I get to draw three more cards is so much better if I'm drawing with library. Mm. If a minion it's like oh, I was gonna draw to four anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um then, uh, so so here we're. I, I sort of want to move into um, you know where minion starts to to get different. So I mean, here there's a little bit of a difference between minion and other draw to X, but uh, you know a lot of draw to X decks have these consistency issues where you have to line up all these cards that do different things, and you have to start your hand with you know a village and maybe your draw card. And minion doesn't really have those same kind of issues. Largely because of the plus one action. Right. It, it can have it a little bit if part of your payload is turn. To have some villages and you have to get the villages before the the terminals and, and stuff like that. But because you don't have to have your village before the draw card, the biggest thing for consistency with a minion deck is just making sure you have enough minions. Yeah, and so there's there's some advice 
that, oh, if you're going to run villages with terminal payload in your draw to X deck, you want more villages than normal. And I think that would still apply to minion. It just doesn't hit you on that consistency front. Right. It's not it's not as critical for for minion as it is for your other draw to X cards. And you don't need as many extras, but uh, I mean, in general, the principle is still somewhat similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I think, um, and, and this is this is sort of similar to other draw to X cards, but. Uh, it's a little bit unique in, in Minion's case. Actually, we had a little bit of disagreement about this when we were outlining. Um, um, so I, I want to I say this thing. <laughs> I want to say that Minion doesn't play nice with other sources of draw, uh, with one big exception, and that's other draw to X cards. Uh, I think that the fact that Minion is virtual payload uh, with you know maybe an additional option to bail you out of a tight sitch uh, you know, that can play nice with other draw to X cards. But if I'm looking for other draw cards, really any other draw cards besides draw to X, uh, Minion's draw just doesn't play very nice with that. I, I rarely want to put those in the same deck. Um, yeah, so I uh, mostly agree that they don't play nice together. But having said that, I want to say you can still add other draw to a Minion deck and it's still going to improve the deck usually. Um, particularly if it's like a single card that's drawing, as opposed to you're trying to add villages and smithies or something and get them to line up right along with your minions. Like, that's a lot of moving components, and now I need them all in the right order or whatever. That usually doesn't play well with minion. But if I'm just adding, like, I have five minions and I want to build a little bit more, you can add an extra lab or two. It's going to help your deck. You're going to be able to play more of your payload. It's going to be good for you. Um, it's, they're not really working particularly well together. So you usually do it because you don't have, like, you're out of other good options. Uh, if there, if you could just get more minions, you'd do that first. But you can add, like, a little bit of extra draw if you, if you feel like you need to keep building. It's okay. Yeah, I think that goes back to the principle of, like, uh, the the disappearing payload, right? If I have the choice between um, a, a card that draws me a card like a like a village versus a necropolis in a minion deck, uh, the village is still better because it gives me that card earlier. Uh, it's not like super duper better as long as I already had the minion in hand. So so in this sense, you know, draw can help you with the consistency of your deck and and maybe even allow you to play more of your minions for money which is great. Uh, but uh, the more, more the spirit of what I was saying was that at the start of the game, I'm looking at this kingdom, and it has minion and then maybe has some other source of draw. And right. I'm not going to say, well, my strategy, the deck I want to build, draws cards with both of them. Yeah, it doesn't. No. Yeah, that's, build, that's not going to set me up for success. You build one or the other, and then maybe you get to a point where you have to supplement or something or... Maybe you built with the other draw and you need to get a minion because your opponent's building one of these combo decks and the only way to disrupt it is to minion attack them at some point. So you get the minion to do that, but it's not really what your deck's about. Yeah. Um, But yeah, you usually say minion is the best way to draw here. I'm going to play a deck with as many minions as I can get. And then once the minions are out, I figure out what the best thing to do is. 
um, whether that's green now or okay, well, lab's still okay. I can build a little more, or maybe yeah. there's some like a peddler on the board, right? And that's how you want to keep building. It's just like this doesn't draw me more cards, but it adds payload and it doesn't clock me, right? Yeah. So yeah. you have to look at that point and figure out what's best. But at the start of the game, you're like, okay, what's the best way to draw here? And it's either going to be minion or one of these other draw things. And basically never, I'm sure somebody can edge case me, but basically never is it going to be, I'm going to get villages and smithies and minions, and I'm going to use them all together in like equal amounts. It's just like, no, (laughs) one of them is going to be better than the other. And you go in on that and then figure out what to do once you can't do that anymore. Uh, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I think uh, I mean that's that's I think that's a, a pretty good guideline in terms of you know forming my strategy with minion on the board. Um, there was one more point that I kind of wanted to make here. Uh, there's there's kind of a similarity. Uh, we had a, gov- a governor episode uh, not too long ago. Yeah, and one of the things we said was that governor was a strong card because it filled many roles. It had different modes, and and importantly. Uh, it had synergized. yes hashtag self synergy, but it, some of the one of the options gave you payload and one of the options gave you deck control. It had payload mode and deck control mode, and cards that give you that kind of flexibility uh, they allow. Well, typically they're very good cards because um, what you can do is you can just spam that card. You can put just shove a bunch of minions in the deck, and now. I have a lot of the copies of this one card that happens to be not only the card I need to start my turn, which is great for my consistency, but if I have a whole bunch of them, I'm still getting value out of all of them. If I have a hand of, like, three minions, I can just play two of them for cash and use the last one for draw, and I'm in great shape, and all I had to do was shove minions in my deck. Right, because what do you want in a draw for X deck? You want virtual payload and preferably non-terminal virtual payload and minion is that so like there you go it's great um that's that's the self-synergy basically and that's why it's it's so good to be able to just get so many of them um like usually you end up also wanting other things that are also non-terminal payload and if they if that payload also like redraws itself even better but yeah i mean that it builds you this draw function that wants this particular kind of other card and it's also that particular kind of other card right yeah so all i all i really need to think about is i just want to get thin and i want to get a bunch of minions and i'm building a pretty strong deck Right, and at some point you have to think like, do I need plus buy? Is other stuff, you know, there is. I, I do want to point out there are other cards that work particularly well with minion, also, um, mm-hmm. not like a combo really, but there's some hashtag synergies. Synergy, yeah, hashtag synergy. Like conspirators, a really good card with it. Oh yeah. Um, any of those conspirator kinds of variants, basically, where you're getting your action back and drawing a card, any kind of the peddlers or your grand markets or your, all that stuff's good. Um, festival's nice, it's non-terminal gives you money and plus buy uh, oh yeah like usually you don't get them until the minions are out but sometimes you need the plus buy sooner yeah, if I can get a festival today 
and get two minions tomorrow because of it, then yeah, sure. Give me that sweet, sweet festy. Right. Um, besides that, there's what else? There's oh, there's a couple of kind of sort of drawing things um, that like not exactly draw their draw to X, but kind of sort of in that realm. So like menagerie, pretty good because hmm. um, it's just it's like it's so cheap. Um, it it and it's if you're having four card hands with disappearing money a lot, it's it's going to turn on a lot. Oh yeah, for sure. This is some uh, some easy menages. Diplomat, diplomat can be real nice. It can be a village for you. Gets you you know extra cards back, um, and that village effect. Plus, if you're playing a lot of minions, your opponent's likely playing a lot of minions. That reaction helps you get a good starting hand. So that's another plus. Yeah, and uh, and a little a little note there. If I play a minion. You can reveal your diplomat even if I choose not to to do the attack mode. Oh yeah, you do that. Actually, bef- you have to do it before you choose, right? Right. I I get to well, I get to know if you've reacted or not before right. I decide right. to attack you. The so person if I'm... reacting needs to react before the person playing the minion chooses what mode of minion they're playing. Yeah, so that's kind of a similar thing with horse traders, right? I play my minion and I get to see if you're gonna if you're gonna defend. Uh, before I decide what I'm going to do. So if, if you play, if I play my minion and you react, and I'm like, well, okay, maybe I'll just take the money now because it's not going to hurt you. That's a, that's a choice I get to make as the minion player. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, a couple of little play notes, which would be the, uh, I guess this is kind of the edge-cased with Wandering Winder segment of the podcast. Edge-cased with Wandering Winder. Right. So let's say I have some moats in my deck. Um which I may well do in a minion game because it's still, like, an okay yeah. card, right? Yeah. Um, sometimes, if my hand sucks, I should not reveal the moat in the hope that you will discard with your minion and maybe draw me a better hand. Yeah. Like, usually, your five-card hand is going to be better than an average four-card hand, but not always. Yeah, but so, moat gives you the choice. Exactly. Now, but it only gives you the choice if you've been working on that poker face, though. Po 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 poker face. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> um. So that's that's something to keep in mind. Also, if for whatever reason you're playing a bunch of minions, you're going to have to reshuffle your deck in the middle of your turn. Oh a, man! <laughs> think about not reshuffling the deck. You can um, cause like the worst shuffle of all time very easily. <laughs> B. Sometimes you can be uh, very cheeky and say, well, I'm going to have five bad cards in my hand, but I know that my opponent is going to have to play a minion, so it doesn't really matter because it's going to be another reshuffle. Although that's that can get to be a risky business because yeah. you might say, I know you have five terrible hands. I'm just going to play all my minions for money and buy a province. Ha. Sure, um, yeah. I would I would yeah. only consider doing that if like the success of their turn was dependent on them playing minions for draw. So like they would have to give up their turn right. to effectively right. do that. Yeah, you basically you only do it if you know they basically have to uh attack you. Yeah, and I wanna say that gets a lot better when there are four cards and then I shuffle, so I'm at the top of a shuffle now. Right. Because if I pitch five bad cards in and then I shuffle my deck 
it's not super fantastic, right? But if I if I get those five bad cards into my discard and then I draw four cards from my my rich, delicious minion dense deck that's remaining, uh, that feels a lot better. Right. Or if there's like you're discarding and you're going to draw th- uh three bad cards, uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, you probably said that better than me. But the yeah. last thing I want to know is if you know that you're going to need to to reshuffle your deck mid-turn, you can think about leaving some of your minions unplayed and uh, as you discard. Ooh, um, this is like super fancy play, probably more often than not when people do it, it. It's actually harmful to them. But like every once in a blue moon, and I think it really happens like two or three times a year, uh, Every once in a blue moon, there will come a situation where it's like, well, it's really, really important that you get back to playing your, I don't know, goons or something, right? I was just going to say goons, actually. And uh, and so you should leave your more of your minions in your deck so that when you trigger that reshuffle, if you need to, you can use them to discard and redraw again so that you have a much higher chance of getting to that key goons or whatever the card is. So I would say this is relevant when um, the other payload, the other virtual payload that you're running in the deck with your minions is so much better than the, oh, I'm getting $2 from a minion that like the $2 starts to not matter as much. And I would also say this is more relevant when you're running some kind of virtual or I'm sorry, some kind of terminal virtual payload because a lot of times – uh, let's say I, I run into my terminals early in the turn. I haven't found my villages yet. Well, I got to chuck them in the discard, but I really want to get back and play those guys. Right. So I'm going to do one pass through my deck and find all my villages. And then on the second pass, I'd like to hit those terminals, but I'm going to need some minions in there if that's going to be more realistic. Right. The other time it sometimes comes up is uh, if your key card got discarded by their minion, you're at the Ooh. top of the shuffle. On like you know your first five cards has that best card and they got discarded away. Yeah. Uh, another another card besides just goons that this uh, might be relevant for something like outpost, where you really want to get an outpost turn, which outpost tends to work pretty well with minion because yeah. draw to X. Okay, well so who cares if I have three cards? It does make my turn worse, but not by that much. Yeah. Um, so like outpost is a card that it might be like really important that you get back to. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, so that's, uh, I mean, that's something that it's easy to not do and maybe still do okay, but, I mean, your life can be a lot better. I mean, before you play a minion for money, just think about how much the money is going to do for you in comparison to, uh, it, you know, am I going to shuffle this turn and try and get back through that deck? And, uh, you can You can make your life a lot easier, especially, like, not causing these awful shuffles, uh, which can just take out a turn for you and that's no fun yeah before we uh circle back and wrap this bad boy up i wanted to like uh, touch base on this comparison between minion and governor in terms of finding support for minion because i i want to be able to know what works well with minion right and with governor governor fulfilled a lot of different roles right there was payload there was deck control and then um you have those options and the governor game plan hmm there was payload, there was deck control, and there was other payload. Yeah, yeah, just like that. Uh, the The governor game plan, it, it kind of revolves around, I gain golds, 
and I draw it all together, and then I remodel Golds into Province. And that's a that's a complete game plan. Like that's a that's a pretty sexy game plan, if you ask me. I mean, I tend hey. to not ask you about these kinds of things. Hey, hey, what Debbie. you do in the privacy of your own homes between you and your wife and your governors and your CIA. Hi, how you doing, Gubby? Yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, Governor was uh, it had a pretty complete game plan on its own. And so things that helped along in any facet of that were of benefit to Governor because that just meant, oh, I can play Governor for other things more effectively. And yes, you know, you can thin your deck to to help the draw be more effective, or you can draw cards other ways to help your Governors be good at doing payload things. Definitely help you a lot. Yeah. But uh, it's still the same core game plan. For sure. Uh, And I I think, uh, you know, Minion... We can compare minion to this. We can learn a little bit. What does the minion deck look like? Oh man, my laundry room and get my soapbox out, and so I can stand on it and do my rant about the minion deck and what does that even mean? And like, <sighs> hashtag well, I was, podcast. I was I was hoping, yeah, hashtag laundry podcast. I was kind of hoping to you know at least define what I meant by that before I talked about it. So uh, I'm hoping I didn't upset you here. I'm super upset. But uh, I would say the min. Well, I'm sorry. But not man. by you. Just oh, by people oh. like calling like, oh, it's the minion. Like, it makes more sense for minion than other. I'm going to get on my soapbox. We're Do doing it. it. We're Do doing it. it. Like, Do it. Stop calling deck, decks like stuff like the minion deck or the lab deck or like <laughs> I'm going to build the – like what, if you just say that, right, with you haven't just described first what you mean by it. Like, it's just so confusing. It's so confusing. And I know Adam gets on this, and I, like, I don't care usually as much as Adam does about, like, people using the word engine because a lot of cases I know what they mean, whatever. But, like, I, I hate it when people say, if you, I'm going to build the this here. And I'm like, what even is that? Like, it's a different thing if you say, like, well, I'm looking at two different decks here. And one of them is I'm going to get a bunch of labs and then I'm going to get a bunch of this stuff and I'm going to get a bunch of that. And that's what I'm going to use to draw my deck. And then I'm going to start, you know, buying stuff after that, right? Or I could get a bunch of minions and I'm going to get some conspirators to go with those minions. And I'm going to use that to draw my deck and I'm going to start buying stuff there. And like if you've described those two decks and then you want to call one of them the, the minion deck and one of them the lab deck, then fine because like it's very clear what you mean, right? Yeah. One of them uses minions for draw, one of them uses labs for draw. And, like, if you've described two decks that, like, oh, I'm going to get a bunch of villages and smithies and woodcutters, uh, or I might just buy silvers and golds and get some butchers, like, and then you want to say, well, I don't think that would be good against the engine. That doesn't bother me as much as saying engine in general because, like, you've defined two decks and, like, yeah. it's clear which one you mean based on the context. Right? Yes, and I think it's even okay to use the E-word as long as you've done that. Right. But when you just say, like, the... Play more know, engines and you'll uh, win more. The the lab deck in the abstract. Like, I don't know what the lab deck does, <laughs> except that it probably has lab in it. But, like, yeah, but there's I'm writing my lab article. important objects if you would just say the lab deck and you haven't described what you're doing in the lab deck to start with, like... What am I doing besides buying labs? I, I don't know. Do, do I thin first? Do I get – what is my payload? Am I using other draw? I don't know. It doesn't tell me how to pl- do or build or play this deck. I don't understand. 
Like you just get labs, man. Getting labs is important, <laughs> but uh, like I don't, should, should build I the engine more silver to maximize my chances of getting labs on turn three and four, and then just keep buying lab, lab, and only lab until labs are gone. And then like once the labs are gone, what do I do? I can't buy more labs, and it's a lab deck. I'm so confused. I mean, like obviously I'm going a little bit overboard here because like I'm not just completely stupid and mindless. No, I feel you, man. But like. People will sometimes say something like the lab deck, and I can think of like three fairly different decks that would each make use of lab, and I don't know which one they mean. Yeah. It's anyway. like my wife always would say to her first graders, use your words. Hashtag first graders. <laughs> Hashtag first graders. Hashtag use your words. Hashtag use your words. Thank, thank you for that. So so anyway, uh, I was gonna try and describe you know what a what a generic minion deck looks like. What's the minion game plan? I described the governor game plan. You know, gain gold to remodel them into provinces. You got to draw it together. Right. What is the minion game plan like? And, and I think it is uh, play play minions for money, and then play all but one for money. Then right. play your last minion for draw, and repeat. Rinse and repeat. Uh, uh, I, you know what? A lot of people really like rinsing, and I just don't think that rinsing really increase, increases your win rate. Man, I don't know. If I don't rinse, I have like a bunch of shampoo stuck in my hair, and I mean that depends on your shampoo and your hair. It's true. I mean to just to just say always rinse and repeat, just uh, you know, it oversimplifies it. Tbh, and and here on making luck. A Dominion podcast, a oversimplification podcast, an oversimplification <laughs> podcast. Uh, where I, I'd really like to to try and fill in as many of the details as possible, especially when it comes to hair care, because that's important. Hair care is important. You don't want to get right. lice. Hashtag lice. <laughs> lice are the want worst. No lice. I hate lice. I don't want no lice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> So, so yeah, that's the minion deck. It, it reaches eight, hopefully, by the time it's done playing these minions, and then it attacks the opponent, right? That's kind of the generic game plan of minion. And right. depending on what kind of other payload you can add to supplement that, right. uh, you know, maybe you can have more than just one province per turn, but, you know, the attack is a core function and you're using minion as a source of draw, along with your virtual payload, right? right. So that's the minion game plan. The, the problem is... That uh, that by itself isn't nearly as sexy as Governor's Game Plan. Right. Because unless it has some pretty explicit support, it's only getting one province in a turn. Right, and it if it doesn't have, like, thinning support, it's also not that not great good. at getting one province a turn. Like, yeah. you're kind of sort of doing that, and you're kind of sort of still getting silvers and stuff, because you, you're going to need them. Yeah, and so I think, uh, you know, we've, we've reasoned ourselves into it. The two strongest forms of supports for Minion, in fact, uh, I would say are almost necessary for you to really consider using Minion as your main source of draw, is trashing and some source of extra gains, plus buy or, you know, some other way oh. to get some more points uh, was, in your turn. I was going to say some other form of virtual payload. But, uh, well, yeah, it would really help if that source of extra gains was virtual in nature, which a lot of them are. Uh, oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to disagree with you. I think the virtual okay. payload part is more important than the extra gains part. Well, I mean, that, was, I that was actually the next point on my list. So, oh. I mean, 
I don't think there's a huge amount of disagreement. I'm going to not disagree with you. <laughs> I'm going to preempt you without realizing it. Woo! <laughs> nice woo. Uh, but but this, these other sources of virtual payload, uh, usually if you have some you know spicy good payload in there, it means you can be playing more of your minions for draw. And I would say, in general, the best minion decks out there yeah. are the ones that do this. Oh, yeah. So uh, if I'm looking for additional support for minion, I'm, I, I guess we can think about draw with a question mark. And you did, um, you did go into a lot of the detail on this before, but like... I mean, um, I, don't, I don't think of that as support for minion. I think of it as something to do once you can't minion anymore. Yeah, and I think that's it's... a really good way of putting it. <laughs> But it's not really like this makes me want a minion more. It's like it, it, it actually I think it goes the other way because it's it's a different way that you could be getting that draw effect. Mm. And that means that it's more likely that there's some other form of draw that's better than the minion draw, which sometimes happens. Yeah, and but then in that case, like what is the minion doing for you then? No, well, I'm saying it, it makes it less likely that minion's good because there might be something else that's just better than doing minion. Yes, and I, I was that's sort of where I was going. I'm using minion for payload in that case, and then and I'm playing five for silver. You in this section of the podcast? No, no, we're just thinking along the same lines, man. And and the fact that we're saying the same thing in two different ways, uh, I think, is actually helpful. It's like we're using our words. I love using words. I have the best words. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else has said that. <laughs> uh. Yeah, so I think um, I, I think it, it goes to show. I mean, yeah, gains are gains are great, uh, but they aren't necessarily required. I would say that getting a province somewhat reliably and attacking your opponent every turn is worth building towards. Yeah, if you're if you're doing that and your opponent's like not attacking you, it's going to be kind of hard for them to get a province every turn in yeah. most cases. I mean, yeah, man. there's some decks that can be like, my deck is twelve golds. That's I'm so going to buy a province every turn from a two-card hand. <laughs> that seems ambitious. <laughs> hey, I'm an ambitious dude. You know, you have like a prince fortune teller or something out there, or what? <laughs> Hashtag prince of fortune tellers OP. That's right. Which man. is really easy to get in my deck of 16 golds and one fortune teller. Well, really obviously you prince the fortune teller. The fortune teller. No, you, you prince the fortune teller first, and that helps you buy the golds. Hello? I believe it's pronounced Glod. Okay, yeah, you got a good point there. <laughs> anyway, do you have anything else to say about Minion? Because <laughs> we've hit all the points for me. I think in terms of what we're discussing about Minion, it's a Minion complete. <laughs> nice. So, I have no idea uh, whether you get that or not. That was, that was uh, what, Mission complete? Yeah, but do you know what it's from? Uh, well, the way you said it, no. Oh, it's, it's the thing that Star Fox would say when he won. Oh, I was Smash thinking Brothers. Star Fox! S Super Smash Brothers Melee. Oh, it's from Smash. I was thinking I Star Fox 64, where they don't say it. Right, it just says, like, mission accomplished at the end of the missions, and it goes, tum, 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 well, Yeah. I've been watching a bunch of Star Fox 64 recently. Yeah, well, it only says mission accomplished, though, if you got the secret exit that will take you higher on the route. If you didn't get that, it'll just say mission complete. Hashtag red route. Yeah, yeah, yeah when, or towards the red route, yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was some good discussion about Minion and Star Fox. Great Fox uh, will cover you. <laughs> no a barrel roll! Location confirmed. Sending supplies. <laughs> They're everywhere! Try hovering! <laughs> Use the boost to get through. They're on me! I'm getting careless. So anyway, uh, we have a kingdom. How's the Landmaster, Fox? <laughs> Great. I've been saved by Fox. How, How swell. swell. <laughs> I think we do have a kingdom. Yeah, we do. Uh let me let me read the card and see how about that. Sounds uh, great. This one has Engineer, Royal Blacksmith, Menagerie, Armory, Devil's Workshop, Catacombs, Minion, Wharf, Altar, Peddler, and Advance. And this kingdom has shelters. One more time for our audio-only listeners. Engineer, Royal Blacksmith, Menagerie, Armory, Devil's Workshop, Catacombs, Minion, Horf, Altar, Peddler. We have Advance, and this kingdom has shelters. So uh, Necropolis is the only village. Yeah. And that matters. And there's also advance rounds, so you might want to advance your necropolis on turn one or two. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I can get away from that. I think opening altar is just so stinking good that I have to do that. Yeah, it's pretty compelling. Yeah. Like, there's Uh. there's this allure of, like, oh, I can have my necropolis and I can build a deck that has two wharves out every turn. And that's a good deck, but, man, I don't think I can get away from opening altar. You could do that, or you could just, like, Try to build that deck with only one wharf every turn, and but you can like find your minion, find your necropolis before you play it, so you can keep minioning or whatever. Like the plus buy is like having wharves is is pretty nice because you're going to want to buy peddlers. It's the only plus buy here, so yeah, wharf yeah. seems like it could still be important. So it's it's like it's really tricky to know. I mean, on the other hand, like. I don't know. It's 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 one of these things where I'd actually like want to sit down and figure out like what is the pace of each deck to figure out like if I open what altar silver probably. Uh, I really want to open with another action card just for advance. Altar like, I would. Menagerie. I would. Yeah, I would seriously open with a menagerie. Sure. And and I think you're guaranteed at least three, right? Because if you had two, then yeah, you're gonna probably yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, mean, you can always get the menagerie if you have two. If you have all your shelters together, then like alter well, minion seems great. Like, yeah, give me that delicious minion all day long, man. Um, and like I think, I think if you go for that, you're just gonna get like so many of the minions that you'll be too far ahead. Uh, yeah, that's where I'm thinking. Like, I, if I'm, if you ask me what deck I'm going to end up building here, I think it's very likely I'm going to open Altar with uh, some other action card and just blitz the minions. And when all that's done, maybe then I'll think about adding a Wharf to the deck. But I don't know. I might start also moving. also because uh, Altar is the only thinning here, right? Um, so it makes I it think, super important in my I mind. I think that's where I go, and then, like, 
whether I get, once the minions are out, Worf, I kind of lean against, but maybe more likely I'd be getting, like, Menagerie Peddler, or, like, by the time that that's relevant, just Duchies. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I think that's the way to go. But I, I could see, I think it's at least worth looking at, like, I want to keep this Necropolis around, we're going to get, we're going to play with Worf and see where that gets me. Um, and, like, you could play with... You can get a minion or two, mostly because in that deck I might get a, a DW and try to get some imps. Um, get some yeah, The old D-Works. Yeah. Uh, menagerie. Um, I think Peddler is one of the main reasons I would think that deck has a shot. Right. Uh, because uh, you keep your Necropolis around, you get a couple wharfs out, and uh, you have some extra buys and peddlers. Uh, you know, it's a pretty big deal. I think Devil's Workshop is good in that deck. Yeah, I think if I'm going for that deck, I'm probably opening um, Devil's Workshop Menagerie. Uh, yeah, I would definitely want to open with uh, a Menagerie. I'm, I am Maybe tempted like to get an Armory an instead armory. of a D-Works. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. I think it's it's close. I mean, what am I going to be getting with the the D-Works? I'm just going to be gaining a card up to four. Like a gold. Hmm. And I later have... on, later on, obviously I'm going to want to get imps, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's better to get the armory first because you want to start pumping some extra actions to advance them. Hmm. That is, that is close. I think I would end up with the armory, but I think the D works is probably just as good. To I think it probably doesn't make a huge difference. I don't know. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I'm thinking at least. Guess you could get an engineer. Maybe that's better uh, than armory. Hmm. Is engineer better than armory? Huh. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I could be sold on engineer. Yeah, that seems okay. Open I was thinking the top deck engineer. mattered, but but yeah, I'm. I don't think the top deck matters, and I don't think I want to open double engineer. I think I'd rather just get a menagerie and not have the debt. Yeah, I definitely. Um, actually, it, it actually probably doesn't not, even matter. Maybe not definitely because like uh, the debt. Since what I'm. Well, you're just gonna know. advance anyway, right? I don't think it matters. Maybe you're gonna advance. You're gonna advance your engineer. Well, yeah. And then if they collide, it's. It really doesn't matter, does yeah, it? Yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't think it matters at all. I guess it matters if you hit five coppers on turn three. Oh, okay, fine. It matters. We did it, guys. Oh, it matters. Woo! Anyway, uh, I still think the just like I'm going to bum rush the minions and go for single province is probably better than all this, but I agree. When I say go for single province, I mean after probably only after all the minions are gone. If I hit eight and what? there's a minion left, I'm probably still buying a minion. Uh, yeah, it, it depends on uh, if my opponent's also going for minions. I mean, my opponent will probably take, would like to take at least one minion. I don't know. Uh, sure. Um, yeah. You're, you're probably right. Definitely, if they're going hard for minions, you, you want to make sure you don't lose that split. Right. Uh, with, with these spammable cards like Minion that uh, have the, both the deck control and payload modes, uh, the split tends up 
Uh, it ends up mattering. Well, if you lose the split, your deck's going to fall apart pretty hard to greening. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, so uh, did you have anything else to say about this kingdom? I don't think so. Yeah, so uh, let us know what you think. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, you can leave a comment in the comment section. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, if you're not, or if you don't feel like leaving a YouTube comment, uh, you can head on over to adamhorton.com. And there are a lot of ways you can get in touch with us there. There's a link to our Discord server where you Discord. can uh, shout at us. Discord, thank you. Oh. Uh, there's also some forums there and uh, any for- and also contact information. Any form of uh, you getting back to us and letting us know what you think about this kingdom or about the podcast in general, greatly appreciated, and we'd really love to hear from you. Uh, there's, a, there's a chance that uh, Wandering Winter will be on next week, or Jake, I don't know what's going on, but we're going uh, to have a podcast for you next week, and hopefully and many we, weeks to come. If we don't respond to your comment, it's probably not that we don't like you. It's more likely that uh, there's been a spam filter that's caught it and we haven't realized so oh yeah reach out there was someone who sent like like, questions for the q a episode right and like it went to my spam folder i didn't even know till they followed up and i felt freaking terrible about it and then like you're disappointed that we didn't you know respond to your questions and respond to some other questions and it's like there were some other questions and like there were those were really good good questions questions. yeah i answered one of them i was like oh what i answered like three of these so three of the ones I did. <laughs> some jerk named Wandering Winter asked some questions that I asked, but yeah. these questions were better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely better in every way. Objectively better. Yeah. Grammatically better. Yeah. Emotionally better. Yeah. Metaphysically better. Hakuna Matata. Is that a way? Yes, it is now. Ain't no passing craze. Uh, yeah, it means circle of life. I don't think that's what it means. Uh, yeah, well, I think that's what it means. Let us know. Uh, leave a comment in the comment section. Yeah. Wow, it's even worse when I have like this terrible throat. I, I thought it was great. I thought you did A plus. Pretty wow, much. you're a bad liar. <laughs> well, I'm trying, I'm trying. So uh, several other cards I wanted to mention here really quick. Borrow, if you take your borrow to take your token, that can prevent you your opponent from being able to minion attack you, which usually doesn't matter. But if you're running one of these super combo decks, then boom. But more often it's just that like if they're going to attack you anyway, the money's almost kind of free. Um, uh cut purse uh also knocks them down to four cards so there's like this weird kind of synergistic effect there um militia attacks are uh um fortune teller um bank bank is a card that doesn't synergize very well with minion um yeah. <laughs> uh, let's so, see uh tunnel tunnel doesn't doesn't like you think it combos but it doesn't oh, that's um, complicated man what else uh um mm, uh, a patron. It's a. It's effectively non-terminal. It kind of looks terminal, but it, and the villagers are nice. Oh, um, that's pretty good, actually. Um, it's way better than bank. Um, uh, let's see. What else is there? Oh, expand. You can expand minion into province because minion Whoa. goes five. 
Wow. Wondering, wow. Winder, have you been taking some antibiotics? I have been taking antibiotics. No, I 